You're listening to The Influencer Podcast, episode number 17. And last week's episode, writer and influencer Don McCoy shared how she went from Barbara Streisand's assistant to a mega social media influencer and how she grew from zero to over 250,000 followers and what it really means to brand yourself. This week, I show you exactly how to gain free publicity for your business, garner brand deals as an influencer, write an effective pitch, and how to stand out among the saturation by using a unique pitching formula that I developed. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. Each week, Julie Solomon, a marketing strategist and New York Times bestselling publicist, takes you behind the scenes with successful influencers, bloggers, and industry elites in conversation to share how they engage, persuade, and grow their unique influence. Her mission is to share exclusive insider tips, wisdom, and action-based tools to help you strengthen, monetize, and build your own industry-leading influence. Hi, influencers, and welcome to this week's episode. Today, we are going to talk about how to get paid for being yourself and how to land free PR for your business. I am super excited to walk you through today's episode, sharing with you a ton of secrets and insider tips from my decade-long career as a publicist, influencer, and marketing strategist. But I am most excited to walk you through today's episode because I'm going to be sharing with you one of my biggest business failures, and we'll teach you how I overcame this failure so you can hopefully learn from my mistakes and navigate through your challenges easier than I did. I have also have a pretty fantastic freebie for you related to pitching yourself to media outlets and landing brand deals. It's going to make applying these tips so much easier. So make sure that you listen because you do not want to miss it. With this said, we need to now go back to about four years ago. Around 2013, I started getting very, very busy. I had my first child, I started my blog, and I doubled my publicity clients. For those who are not aware, I am a New York Times bestselling publicist and co-founder of OMG Publicity, a public relations firm specializing in publishing and books, which my business partner and I still actively run today. Our company focuses on managing publicity campaigns for authors, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs who are releasing books or other ancillary publishing products. So back to four years ago, after having my son, I started a lifestyle blog as a way to connect with fellow working moms in LA, because if you don't know, that's what girls do in LA when, especially when they get pregnant, we all start blogs. So I quickly realized that there were so many fabulous bloggers, influencers, and creative women out there that needed my support and guidance with PR, social media, marketing, and branding more so than they needed my favorite baby products and my makeup must-haves. I don't regret this point at all because this really allowed me as a publicist and marketing strategist really learn what it was like to be a blogger because I was. Um, and when I say a blogger, I still am a blogger, but I was more that lifestyle, motherhood, fashion, beauty blogger, which I think is so hard. It is such a tough job. Um, you're constantly hustling and really being able to be that and really be in the trenches with that for so long allowed me to really understand both sides of this influencer space and allows me to really think about it differently and and teach it in a really unique way now. So with that said, when I was noticing that all of these amazing women really needed more of my marketing and PR support, I rebranded my blog, which is juliesolomon.net, to a free online resource for creatives and influencers to learn 
everything that they need to know about establishing a brand into a long-term business. And I still actively run that today. So if you haven't checked that out, you should totally go over there. It's juliesolomon.net and you're going to find a ton of free resources on everything that you could possibly imagine when it comes to influencer marketing, blogging, small business growth, entrepreneurship, solopreneurship, all of that good stuff. I have grown an incredible community through sharing my knowledge and expertise. And as you guys know, I love to educate entrepreneurs on how to leverage pitching, publicity, and marketing so they too can grow their brand, business, and income. But it wasn't always as seamless or as easy as this may sound. Those first couple of years of blogging that I was telling you about before I rebranded, when I focused more on lifestyle blogging, was when all of my mistakes happened. How, you may be asking? Well, for one, I kept saying yes. I had a jam-packed networking schedule. And, you know, guys, if, if you've ever been to L.A. or if you live here in L.A., the blogging networking game out here is like a whole other level. I mean, it is something every single day. I was coming and going from meeting to meeting, saying yes to events, yes to dinners, yes to coffee breaks, and really none of them made sense for my growth. I will say that the one thing that that did allow me to do was build relationships, and I'll talk more about that in a minute and how vital and important that was. But the amount of time that I was spending coming and going to all of these things, I really quickly realized that they just weren't making sense for my overall growth. But as the connector that I am and as the people pleaser that I was, I wanted to be generous with my time and be super available to all sorts of potential new clients and new opportunities and new connections. But then guess what happened? I got so burnt out. I quickly realized that I was so focused on using affiliate marketing links, which in turn was building their brand and business and trying to force their strategies to my blog, as well as just a bunch of other strategies that I was hearing from other bloggers about what was working for them. And I would see it on social media. So I would start to compare myself and I would say, okay, well, if it's working for this blogger, then it must be working for mine. And just that whole, you know, rabbit hole that we can go down. I had completely overlooked my entire brand's vision and how I could serve others the best. And it all came down to this. My strategy was completely wrong because it wasn't mine. And, you know, as human beings in this world, as influencers in the influencers in this world, we already beat ourselves up so much for not growing as much as we can and for not being the top of the top. But For me, it was even worse because I was supposed to be the person that knew this, right? Like, I'm this publicist, I'm this strategist, I educate people all of the time, I've built, you know, all, you know, all of these massive brands for these authors. I've helped them sell hundreds of thousands of of books, but yet I wasn't able to do this myself. I had spent years as a marketing expert and publicist landing clients on the covers of national magazines, segments on the Today Show, award-winning features, and garnering these six-figure brand deals for them, but I was not applying any of this to my own brand. And even though I knew exactly what to do, I was missing so many opportunities to show up and create a thriving business. But once I stepped back and implemented five vital steps along with a proven strategy, that I created that I'm going to share with you guys today, my entire business changed. So first, let's discuss the five steps that I took that you can start making today. 
Now, you might want to write these down or listen back at a later time to really absorb this information because it's a lot, but I promise it's going to be super helpful. So number one is be ready and do your homework. First and foremost, you need to be prepared. If your pitch, blog, or visual brand is not the best version of itself, you are going to have a really tough time getting noticed. You won't receive engagement, media coverage, or brand offers, and you will most likely experience backlash and no growth. This is exactly what was happening to me because my brand was not connecting with my ideal audience. How you change this is by making sure to have a specific focus. So my rule of thumb is to have one core brand theme with offshoots to support that. For example, my brand's focus is influencer marketing and education, and my sub-themes are monetization, social media, pitching, branding, and growth. Every bit of content I curate is going to be within the boundary of these themes. Now, keeping myself within this boundary allows me to be more responsible, more accountable, and more strategized with what I am discussing. Number two is to establish your identity and expertise. This is where lots of people get hung up. I have so many people ask me, what if I'm not an expert? Or how can I be seen as an expert in my field? I will tell you this, and I want you guys to really hear this, okay? I am an expert simply because I say I am, and I have the experience to support that. Before you can tell the world who you are, make sure you know how to establish your identity and expertise. It's important to define those answers and incorporate your character, values, and community in every aspect of your brand. If you aren't sure, then you can ask around kind of your your really trusted tribe for help. Think to yourself, what is the one problem my friends and family always come to me to solve? Make a spreadsheet of the answers and rate which issues are the same. If there's too many different answers, then dig deeper until you find a commonality that really feels right to you. Make sure this is solid before telling your story and do not get bogged down with the fraud complex, which I know that we all can. There is no expert police out there waiting to arrest you for not being expert enough. There is no no one monitoring your level of expertise. This is where you have to dig deep and truly find the confidence with in you to do this and more on this in just a moment. But I want to get over to number three, which is share your story. Now, some may ask, okay, but how do I share my story the best way possible? Well, one way that you can do this is with your pitch. And I want to be clear here. I want you guys to really understand that a pitch isn't just an email to an editor or to a brand to try and sell yourself. Your pitch is also how you communicate your brand to the entire world. So when you think of it that way, your pitch is also every blog post that you write, every social media copy that you put out there, every newsletter that you send out. Learning how to communicate a great story is an integral part of PR, and that all comes down to your pitch. So after you've established your identity, you need to work on creating that narrative. This is what will make you shine apart from everybody else in your field, okay? It's it's what really helps you stick out among the saturation. And if you want to stand out in the eyes of media or businesses that you dream of collaborating with or your target audience, you must have a great story slash pitch to share about who you are, 
what you offer, and how it best serves them. It will not only help you connect with your audience in a more better way, but it will also make it hard for them to forget you. And that is the key. You want to incorporate this narrative, this pitch in social media and your messaging in your newsletter during interviews and any other opportunity that you have to toot your own horn and share your story. And a big key factor is to use your brand, your products, or your services in each of these narratives. That is how you promote yourself. And that is how your service becomes a sell. So regarding pitch emails, You also want to make sure that you know the right way to pitch if you want to get an email response back, and that is by authentically building a relationship. You want to pitch a brand for a collaboration or media outlet for coverage, then you have to get to know who you are pitching. Find their work online, follow them on socials, find out what products that they're really trying to get out into the marketplace right now, find what topics they tend to talk about um, in the publishing world, and in in, we call it the beat. So if you're pitching an editor, you want to find out what their beat is. And what that means is if I'm pitching a story on motherhood, I'm not going to be pitching that to the technology editor because that technology editor's beat is technology. So you really want to make sure that you figure that out. And that really goes back to the number one tip of doing your homework. So find their work online, follow them on socials, compliment their work, ask questions about their recent collaborations or articles, really start to build that true, real connection and relationship. You really do have to treat them like they are human beings, right? So another simple way to pitch yourself, again, is to tout yourself as an expert. And we just spoke about this a little bit ago, but I want to dive in a little bit deeper to this. So as I mentioned to you, guys earlier. I have so many students and clients that that get scared of calling themselves an expert. Earlier, I told you that I became an expert in my field simply because I said that I was, and I had the quality experience to back it up. Now, I am not saying that everyone needs 10 years under their belt. You just have to believe in your quality of work and have the confidence to show up and add value to whom you are pitching. It's about your mindset and really packaging the pitch in that way. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business Business for sponsoring the show. So again, no fraud complex, no expert police out there. Just build the confidence within you to really show them that you are capable of being the expert in this field and really sharing your unique approach to the topic that you guys are covering. You also need to remember to never come from a place of asking 
something from the person that you are pitching. Rather, you should be asking what they need from you. How can you serve them? How can you be their solution provider? Lead with your service instead of your sell, and you will naturally get more feedback and responses from your pitches, which then helps you refine your messaging along the way. Now, if you don't know what to pitch, then I encourage you again to ask yourself, what is that, that thing that most people come to you for? You know, what advice are others always seeking from you? What do you seem to always help friends and family with? Perhaps it's recipes, uh, relationship advice, makeup tips, um, travel tips. If they are coming to you for this thing, then this probably is what people see you as an expert in. So this may very well be your expertise. Another way to grab a brand or media outlet's attention is with your email subject line. You have to think of it the same way that you would think of titling a blog post or newsletter. You want to include what I call trigger words that either intrigue or compel an emotional response to open the email. Human beings, you know, we just love curiosity. We love mystery. We love questions. We love when something solves a problem. So you have to train yourself on how to spark that connection. You have to remember, whoever you are sending that email to, it is not their responsibility to spark your interest. It is your responsibility to spark theirs. And let me remind you, you have about three seconds to do this and grab their attention. Think about all the headlines that we are constantly inundated with on the covers of magazines, in the news, on websites. Think about all of those clickbait taglines that we all see on Facebook ads. All of this are examples of headlines and taglines that hook us. So you can check those out. You can start just paying attention to those more, see what taglines hook you, and then think about how you can maybe implement some of those strategies into how you're hooking your ideal audience. So now once you grab their attention, you can use your email copy to share your story, your expertise, or your interesting approach, the topic or idea that you're pitching. You'll want to focus down with your copy and keep it as simple and to the point as you possibly can. Nobody has time to read a novel here. I'll share more on email copy shortly, but I do want to get you over to the number four tip, which is... Do not ignore social media. And this is something that I really had to drive home to a lot of my older authors and older students, um, you know, a couple of years ago. I think that now that social media is just such a prevalent part of of our world, it's not as hard. But I really do want to talk about this because even if you're, if you think that you're not ignoring social media, you could be. And this is why. Establishing your brand and staying above the fray is all encompassing. It's time consuming. It's a lot of hard work. We all do it. We all know that. However, don't forget the importance of creating a social media strategy that represents your brand, your values, and your brand's culture. In fact, you do need to create an engaging social media plan from the beginning to really grow your presence. An excellent execution strategy for social media will allow you to establish your identity and credibility in your industry. It allows you to share your story and position yourself as a leader of the pack. So you do need to dedicate time to engage with your followers directly, answer their questions, respond to their DMs, share information, include them in conversation, tag them, everything that you can do to engage, you should be doing. I use a program called Union Metrics. 
And what I love about Union Metrics is that it tells me the best time and the best day for me to post for optimal engagement. So you should totally check out Union Metrics if you're wanting to know the best time and day for you to post. I also implement something that I call the 80-20 rule that lays out exactly how to promote my content on social media, which I will share more about in a bit. But now we are on to our final, number five, hire help or invest in education. Launching a brand, launching a blog, launching a business is so difficult and implementing strong strategies when you are just getting your foot off the ground can be super challenging. The good news is that you don't have to do it alone. You can see an application that helps you establish a strong identity for your brand, effectively connect your story to the right people, and show you how to properly pitch opportunities for your brand and establish an engaging networking program. Learning these principles will build your brand, help you stand out, increase your visibility, and get you in front of new followers and allow you to monetize. For media coverage opportunities, I wanted to give you guys another tip. There is something out there called Help a Reporter Out, also known as H-A-R-O, which sends you daily emails on story ideas that reporters are covering that you can essentially pitch to be a part of. So that's when this expert angle can come into play really well. So if you haven't checked that out yet, make sure to Help a Reporter Out, and you can Google that to find more information. So I know that I just walked you through the five vital steps on how to get paid for being yourself and land media coverage. If you are a visual person like myself and you want additional examples on how to monetize your brand or blog, then check out the free tip sheet that shares my secrets to consistently landing brand deals. If you want this free tip sheet, you can go to www.theinfluencerpodcast.com backslash PR tips, and you will get to see more tips on what I just walked you through and how to use it for yourself. So make sure to grab the download at www.theinfluencerpodcast.com podcast.com backslash PR tips. Now guys, I do want to share with you today some hard fought lessons that I learned by not applying the strategies that I just shared with you guys in my first couple of years as an influencer. When I first started blogging and building my own brand, I wanted to collaborate with businesses that would help legitimize my blogging career and help build credibility as all of the influencers and bloggers out there want to do. I wanted so badly to start monetizing my social media pages and my blog as I knew that it would help lift up my confidence levels and help me feel like I was truly part of the influencer community. I would finally feel like I was an influencer instead of just being on the outside looking in, which is really how I felt like 95% of the time. But as hard as I tried... I just wasn't as successful as I hoped at landing deals and growing my platform and awareness. And also at the same time, this was still kind of my my side hustle, right? Because I still had my PR business. So I was just inundated with so much, you know, lack of confidence and fear of failure because I couldn't really get this going. I reached out to a few brands, but no one was really accepting my offer for a long-term collaboration. I would get some media coverage, but nothing was really moving the growth needle. My socials weren't growing. My blog posts weren't getting read. Brands just were not interested in anything that wasn't a one-off or something that was gifted. No one was really engaging. And that's when I realized that my offer to them was completely wrong. I knew at that moment that I needed to focus down and create a strategy in my pitch in a way that was purposeful and unique. 
I knew that in order to engage, I needed to become engaging. That's when I took a step back. I went back to all of my knowledge and experience from my PR marketing career. I started going through all of these old PR proposals that I had written up, all of these marketing strategies that I had done with some fantastic publishing houses and authors, and really just started to focus in, and I I started to see a commonality in the way that a strategy was done and the growth of a, you know, sell of a book or the growth of of an author's social media page, I started to find a formula common, commonality, if you will. So I focused down and I actually created and developed a new system to follow. And that's when I finally had a clear roadmap. I simplified my approach. I used the specific pitch formula that I created to help build my brand. And my career as an influencer completely changed. I started landing thousands of dollars in brand deals each month. My blog was getting featured in national outlets like the Huffington Post, Time Magazine, People Magazine. The pitch formula that I created developed an engaging flow in my career. I was getting reposted. I was growing my following. I was able to invest more in my side hustle because I finally had a consistent source of income coming in. I was getting featured on YouTube channels. I was being asked to speak at events. I started to... um, um, you know, get get featured and, and people were asking me for my expert advice. Um, and the brand deals, guys, I mean, it was consistent every single month. I got my house entirely renovated and free design services just by pitching it. Um, things really did completely change. So I wanted to share with you guys this failure and how I was able to overcome it today because perhaps you too are frustrated with lack of deals and growth. Perhaps you also feel confused and overwhelmed in a market that is ever-growing. Maybe you also sat there wondering if you're big enough or worthy enough to make this blogging or influencer career a real job. Maybe you already have a good following and platform, but you're constantly driving yourself crazy wondering what these secrets are that these other influencers out there have and that they're using every day because you're sitting there on your phone and you're watching them grow and grow and grow and you're just at this steady plateau. So I I get it. You know, I've been there and I know how that feels. And guys, it sucks. Okay. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It That feeling sucks. So if you are an influencer who can relate to this story and what I just shared, I want you to know that you can also turn that feeling of not being enough and of being a failure around just like I did. I know you can. So you have a few options to overcome this feeling. You can do it on your own with no roadmap or direction. This is not the fastest way. And for sure, my number one regret was doing this my first couple of years. You know, I would not recommend it, but you can do it that way. Another way that you can overcome this and really start to grow your business is by hiring someone to do it for you. So there is there is some great qualities in that, but what I've also learned from also doing this is that it costs you thousands of dollars a month. You don't make any of the connections yourself. You lose opportunity to build long-term relationships and genuine connections with media outlets and brands, and you also forfeit your power, your ownership of strategy, and your long-term knowledge and growth. So the third option that you can do is you can learn from an expert. 
An expert teaches you the process, which saves you time and money. Plus you gain the knowledge, results, and relationships that you want. So if you are someone who regularly soaks up podcasts each week to learn, then I would assume that we are probably a lot alike and that we love to learn from experts. So as your honored and trusted expert here today, you can now use the five steps that I just shared along with the free tip sheet that I'm giving you. But if you want to know how to best apply these five steps along with everything else that we've discussed in the most streamlined way possible, then I want to encourage you to dive deeper and I'm going to give you the opportunity to learn and check out that strategy and formula that I created that I was telling you guys about called Pitch It Perfect. Pitch It Perfect is a branding and marketing pitch program for entrepreneurs, influencers, and small business owners and bloggers to learn the step-by-step formula for executing a pitch strategy that converts into lucrative brand deals and media placements for their businesses. Now, not only has this worked for me, but I have now taught thousands of students how to grow their brand, blog, and income with pitching techniques shared in Pitch It Perfect and want to encourage you to join us so you too can get off that hamster wheel of never feeling enough and start living living your true brilliance through your business. I want to be honest with you guys. This is not a program that answers super general questions like how to start a blog or how to gain more followers, because that is something that you can kind of just Google or go to my website for sort of to figure out. This is also not a one and burn course. This is a deep dive into a proven system of growth that in turn creates your brand and influence into a long-term business. And sure, there are a lot of PR pros out there that could teach you how to pitch or even a lot of bloggers out there that have learned some some significant steps. But I've been a blogger, influencer, and a publicist and strategist and was doing it all at the same time, which not many others can say. So I know the ins and outs of both sides of this crazy world. I know the pains, the frustrations, the struggles of the bloggers and influencers because I am one. Just as I know the challenges and the changing space of PR marketing, because that's my world too. So how do I help you? The expertise, of course. This program is a well-researched, well-informed, experienced 10-year-in-the-making game plan that has helped me and thousands of my clients and students leverage this powerful art form that is pitching. It really is about understanding the strategy over trying to be perfect and fit into some kind of box that just isn't the right one for you. So I teach you how to be your own publicist, manager, and representative. I teach you the principles, ideas, and concepts that work over time. But what I focus on is training you to think and feel for yourself finally so you never have to use me or anyone like me ever again. In Pitch It Perfect, I dive into the how and a lot of what we just discussed so you can take action immediately, especially if this whole influencer game is still your side hustle. I also give you a ton of pitch templates, teach you exactly how to create your email copy, share how to use the 80-20 rule to streamline your process, share with you my press kit that you get to see yourself and replicate and show you exactly what you must include in your press kit in order to attract outlets and brands. And I show you the behind the scenes, literally guys, beginning to end of how I went from cold emailing someone to landing a paying brand deal or secured national media coverage for my brand and business. You get to see the emails yourself, as well as you get to hear from some of the most sought after and trusted and informed 
informed brand and business leaders in this space that share exactly with you what it is that they look for when they hire on to work with an influencer or when they decide to cover an influencer in a media outlet. It's their words, not mine, which is really special. What's great about the pitch templates also is that they are each unique to a certain topic or subject that you may be pitching and can easily be customized based on who your audience is. If you're wanting to know more about how this game works and the feedback that I've gotten from so many of my amazing students who are growing their brand and business every day, you can head over to the link that I'm about to share to get more information on that. But you also may be asking, okay, well, this is great. But how do I know who to pitch? Well, I got you covered there too. I share with you who to pitch, who to not pitch, and exactly where to find their contact information. So what's important to remember is that your brand, blog, and business are going to evolve as you grow, and your audience changes every day. There are specific apps, tools, and profiles that I reference that might not be here in a year from now. So if this happens, we've created a private community of savvy connectors staying on top of the digital game in our Facebook group that you will have exclusive access to. It's in this group that we also share any media requests or brand collaboration opportunities that are happening in real time so you can pitch yourself. No matter if and when specifics change, the core strategy taught in this program always remains the same, and it's super valid and effective. So knowing this, I didn't create a course based on perfection, as I know what may seem perfect in the marketing game today could be completely unsustainable and obsolete tomorrow. What this course does and does really well is focus on strategy. What I want you to take away from today's episode is the number one thing that you must do to succeed in this influencer space is to focus on your authenticity as a brand over trying many different types of perfected approaches. 99% of what I ever share or teach to you is not going to be shifted by the specifics. My intention is to help you see the big picture, the full scope of how pitching can help your business. So you can think and feel for yourself and be able to evolve with the space and become that dream that is within you so you can grow your business long term. This is just the tip of the iceberg, so you definitely want to check out Pitch It Perfect, and you can do that by going to www.theinfluencerpodcast.com backslash course. As an added bonus for you for hanging with me today, I'm offering you a discount on the course by using the code The Influencer Podcast. but this will expire a week from this air date, so make sure to use it now before the offer ends. Again, you can just go to www.theinfluencerpodcast.com backslash course and type in The Influencer Podcast under the coupon code tab at your checkout for your discount. So if you're still wondering if this can happen for you, I want to share with you guys very quickly some success stories of previous listeners of this podcast have had since joining Pitch It Perfect. Um, Sam Skelton, who's an amazing blogger, you can find her at theconstantcreative.com, says, I stumbled across Julie's Instagram, which eventually led me to her Pitch It Perfect course, and that was one of the best decisions I could have made since I knew I eventually wanted to start my own blog. Her Pitch It Perfect course is a must-do and I really walked away from that course feeling so much more confident and navigating collaborations and reaching out to brands. There's even more good stuff on branding, pitching, and blogging in the course as well. Another great student of mine, who's also a listener, Peyton, had said, being somewhat new to the blogging world, but also knowing that I wanted my blog to be somewhat more than just a hobby, I was on the perfect 
I was on the search for the perfect way to learn as much as I possibly could. This program was exactly what I needed. Pitch It Perfect is the most absolute, valuable, informative program I have come across. I've personally used the templates time and time again and implemented the course and strategies to quickly grow my blog and connect with brands in the fashion industry. Not to mention, I feel so much more confident about my media kit because of Pitch It Perfect's guidance. Ellen Yin, who you will actually hear from very soon on this podcast, says, I have learned so much from Pitch It Perfect. I redid my blog, started a YouTube channel, and I've already landed collaborations. I loved learning about the importance of engagement over followers and exactly how to pitch. And I'm going to leave you with a last one here from another student named Lubier who said, the class was so on point. I've implemented the tips I've learned and landed my first paid deal after two years of trying with no results. I appreciate everything that you put into this course, and I know that I have so much more wisdom and understanding in this new wave of advertising. So I just wanted to share with you guys some of their success stories because maybe you can relate to that as well. So I want to leave you today and let you again know that I so appreciate you guys showing up every week as you do. This podcast has been such an amazing journey for me and being able to conversate more with fantastic people that I trust and admire and really share their words of wisdom um, with you guys has just been such an honor. So thank you so much. I hope that you find the five steps, the free tip sheet, and the access to Pitch It Perfect incredibly valuable in your growth. And if you are listening today and you want to learn more about pitching, um, Pitch It Perfect and the five steps that we covered along with the free tip sheet, then you can definitely go check out the show notes for this episode where I lay out some of the most important takeaways as I do every week. And you can find those show notes with all of this information at www.theinfluencerpodcast.com. Are you ready to create your own industry-leading influence? For show notes, downloads, and action-based tips, head to www.theinfluencerpodcast.com where you can find out more about this week's episode, guest, and our host, Julie Solomon. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please take a minute to go to iTunes and leave a review so we can help other influencers like yourself build their own successful business.